Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Kwekochi. Today I'm here with Matt. Uh, Matt's one of the first people I've met at MIT. He's both a man with a big brain and also an absolute goofball at the same time. Um, Is this an insult? Or? <laughs> uh, no, it's a compliment, I oh, think. Oh, um, The first time I met Matt, he told me that he had run a full marathon without wearing any shoes, in which I proceeded to believe him for five hours after that. I should have known something was up when I saw that his feet looked completely normal. Um, since then, we've been to ski trips, national parks, and as well, and also many, many hangouts together. So, Matt, welcome to the podcast. Thanks a lot. <laughs> I also remember convincing you that we had class at 7 a.m. the next day on a Sunday. Yeah, you convinced me of many things, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Which, I mean, like, in my defense, I feel like I thought I came to this like quirky university where everyone's weird and quirky and everyone had their own special thing and i thought this running marathon thing was your own special thing i mean that's fair but like if you just look at my body type like you can tell i am not running a marathon mm. i didn't judge i didn't judge <laughs> yeah um but yeah so welcome ah, thanks yeah it's good to have you on um it's good to good to be on yeah i know you were the first person I asked to be on all the way back in the fall. You, yeah, you asked me like a really long time ago. And yeah. School was busy. Yeah. I think it was because you were talking about this weird sport I've never heard of. So I was like, maybe I should ask him to talk about that weird sport. I wonder what sport that is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think my introduction of you was fair? I mean, sure. I, I, I hope that I am goofy enough. <laughs> if not, I'll have to turn it up a little. I feel like um, I feel like you've been, you you've had many pranks throughout the year. That I wish I had more to be honest. Yeah. School was a was a full time job. I would have liked to have more. Yeah, yeah. How has this whole year been for you? It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a good time. Um, definitely glad I came. Yeah. Yeah. Were you were you not were you not gonna come at one point in time? Uh, I wasn't really, I mean, I didn't really take this application seriously, to be uh, honest. I didn't, I didn't honestly think I'd save, get in. Honestly, save, 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 save. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how did you get in, Matt? Dude, uh, dude I, <laughs> so uh, I took, you know how you have to take your GRE to, like, yeah. get in? Yeah. I took mine too late to actually submit my scores with my application. Really? Because I got, like, eye surgery right before it. So it was like, okay. I was like, all right, I got to wait for my eyes to recover so I can actually see the test that I'm taking. Mm. I take it. I didn't get my scores in time. And then I emailed them. I was like, hey, uh, I didn't get my scores, so yeah. I'll send them when I got them. And MIT was like, yeah, sure, no worries. And right. I just sent them late, and I thought yeah. that they would just reject me for having an incomplete application. Mm -mm. But, you know, worked out, I guess. Yeah. Did you do well in the GRE? <laughs> Not that great. I mean, my math is fine. Um, I did really well in the writing section. The math, I was like a couple points below average. English, I was a couple points below average. So, like, not stellar. I was in the 81st percentile for math. Mm. Uh, and then 78th percentile for English. Hell yeah. So, I definitely didn't do as well <laughs> as I could have. Um, but, hey, I guess we're here. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> okay. Matt. It's me. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? I've only described what I know of you from the year that's just gone by. Where are you from? What are, you, what are, you, what are your interests? Sure. Uh, so I'm Matt. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm from Massachusetts, so mm -hmm. MIT is not far from home. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
basically kind of what I'm all about is I like to obviously take things like serious when I have to, hence mm -hmm. MIT work. Right. But whenever it's not, whenever I don't have to do that, I try my best to always keep things light because it's very easy to get caught up in all this work and stuff. That's right. So I'll always like go out of my way to try new things, try things that push me out of my comfort zone. Like mm. I'll just do a lot of things just cause. Yeah. So like I've done a lot of one-offs, like been in a play once to play a really niche sport, nice. tried random sports for one semester, joined clubs for one semester, just do a lot of really random things. What, what, are, like, what are some of the, um, what are some of the most fun random things you've done? Um, the play was definitely up there because that was just what play was this? Pride and Prejudice. I got a poster right there, actually. Oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, you can't see it on the uh, audio, but who who were you? Um, I was the second male lead. I played Mr. Bingley in Pride and Prejudice. I've never read nor watched Pride and Prejudice. It's basically just like a couple aristocrats flirt with some girls for an entire play. Okay, wait, was your character a protagonist or an antagonist? My character was the best friend of the like main protagonist, yeah. antagonist person. Did you have to put on like an accent or anything? I did. I did. Do you have any lines you remember? Uh, I have my play. I have my script actually in the room right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I won't make you do that. Um, the the newspaper that graded our play said that the accents were distracting. <laughs> so <laughs> that can I can tell you how well we did with that. <laughs> okay. Did you have to put on like a British accent? Uh, yes, except it wasn't like a like an everyday British accent because okay. like this play takes place in like the 1400s, right. something like that, and it's with aristocrats. So apparently, like historically, they had a learned accent back then that they like go yeah. to. I'm an aristocrat school and right. learn this accent. Okay, okay. So it's like it's it is it is British, but it's not what you would expect from mm -hmm. like an everyday British thing. Okay. So that's a big part too of why it probably was just distracting was because people were expecting a British accent I and see. it's just actually not the same accent. Can you give us a sentence? Uh god, yeah, I I need to remember one of the lines. One sec, I'm pulling it up. How come you still have the script? I have a box here just with a ton of memories. Uh so it's just got a bunch of random stuff in it. Oh wow, you even got a, a little book. Yeah, it's a whole book with everybody's script in it. Okay. Doo -doo -doo. Act one, scene one. Uh, here's my first line in the play. All right. Uh, Come, Dossie. I hate to see you standing about by yourself in such a stupid manner. You had better much dance. Okay, I have yeah. no idea what you said, man. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I would not be so fastidious as you are for a kingdom. I've never met with so many pleasant guys in my life, and several uncommonly pretty. Who, 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 taught, who taught you this? We uh, had a dialect coach come in. For real? Yeah. And then, like, was the dialect coach like, yeah, this is, this is the right way to do it? Yeah. Wow. There was, I, I mean, there was, like, too many of us for her to approve, like, all of our lines. Yeah, yeah. But I was one of the main characters, and that's, like, the opening scene. So I checked all uh, those lines with her. So that is actually how I'm supposed to say it, yeah. even though it's not – still sounds stupid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I understand because, like, I would be expecting a regular British accent also. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just not it. It's okay. Yeah. That's, that's cool, though. I remember being, I was in Greece in high school, mm -hmm. um, where I got to play one of like the, 
one of like the main boys in like the group and stuff. Uh-huh. I had I was the character with the most lines. Really? Yeah, but with the with no songs. Okay. So it was gonna be, no, it's not, a musical then. Obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Greece? You never heard of Greece? Oh, I thought you meant in the country. Oh no no. Okay, I totally misinterpreted. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I yeah I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, but I was um, I had there were nine there were ten characters ten main characters nine out of ten had songs. Okay. I was the only one without a song. Wow. But I did have the most lines. So, so. can you not sing or can you not dance? I can. I feel like I'm fine in dancing. I just. I was wasn't very good at singing. Mm, yeah, that'll that'll do it to you. That, that, yeah, yeah. So, I, well, I was taking singing classes at the time. I was taking singing classes at the time. That's pretty so, cool. Like I thought I could be good enough, but mm. I wasn't. Anyway, that's pretty cool though. It's it was fun. I got to point the middle finger in front of my principal. Wow. Yeah, big deal. Big, big deal when you're big sixteen. Shot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I was also known as like the good boy that would never break rules, I guess. So wow! Was, like, so everybody's cheering as yeah, you flip yeah, off yeah. the, <laughs> the yeah. principal. Well, I didn't flip off the principal, but I flipped off someone in the play. But the principal got to see. Mm. I know, I know, I know. Uh, well, uh, I'm I, I've been going on a tangent. What were the other things you um you got to try and stuff? Uh, let's see. Um, so I was in the winter carnival club for one thing. So I played a carnival. Nice. One semester. Nice, that was nice. that was cool. Uh, right. Like, got to book all the carnival games, like uh-huh. random zoo animals to come through. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> I pushed really, really hard for us to include walruses. You got um, a walrus like, to come to your winter carnival? No, like stuffed animal walrus. Oh. Yeah, I pushed really okay. hard for that. Got that. I was happy about it. Wait, did you say you had an animal zoo? Yeah, there was like random winter animals. Real animals? Yeah. Oh, but the walrus, you couldn't get the real ones. No, yet. Oh, no, okay, no, I see, no. I see. Yeah, yeah. Nice. We also had, well, we also had, like, prizes. So, like, stuffed animal, random mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. So, they, they calmed me down by offering me a stuffed walrus, walrus instead of the, the real thing. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, in, also in high school, I had a thing where the final week of school, like, the seniors, I guess, would have uh, a week, like, a prank week. Okay. So, you could, like, have throw pranks on the school yeah and you can dress up and all that stuff and one of the things i pushed for when it came to dressing up was watermelon day so not fruit day not fruit and vegetable day watermelon day so everyone would come in in like green and red and watermelons on their head that is hilarious right oh that's great and then like i remember teachers telling me like yeah i thought it was fruit and vegetables day but then everyone just started <laughs> wearing only watermelons so. <laughs> okay yeah, very proud of that. There are pictures of me with like watermelons on my head. And, oh, I want to see that. Yeah. Was it a real watermelon that you wore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so, that's so gross for a full day. The trick you can do is that you carve out, you take all the juice, like the flesh out, uh, right? Okay. Then you put foil so your head doesn't oh, get wet with like watermelon that's juice. That's pretty smart, actually. Yeah, yeah, I would yeah. not have thought about that. Yeah. So that was a... That was a... It's a weird class photo that came from yeah. that, but it's good. Yeah, it's very memorable. I always loved those random class days. Yeah, I loved those a lot. Yeah, got real into it in high school. Yeah, it happens less nowadays, I guess, as people. Yeah, grow for up. sure. We should have one of those days in the final month. Actually, that'd be fun. Yeah, everyone dress up. Yeah, everyone dress up as some random thing. Maybe we can have like a have a like a dress code for one of the nights at the retreat. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Uh, it might be difficult with people packing, but yeah. for sure, at least have everybody over to an apartment one night or something and say you have to True. 
do this theme or something. I agree with you. I agree with you. That'd be fun. Yeah. Do you have a... Well, I'm not sure where I should take this conversation. I'm not sure whether I should take this conversation towards spike ball or if I should take this conversation towards... Do you have a existential dread of growing older every day, Matt? What? <laughs> <laughs> existential dread? Yeah, because I was thinking about it recently. I was sure. like, if, if... We'll come back with Spikeball. Okay. If, yeah, yeah, sure. If, if all these fun events have happened in the past, yeah. and we're about to start work soon, mm-hmm. will, they, will they happen again? Oh. <laughs> oh. um probably less frequently to be honest yeah. which kind of sucks how do you feel about growing up eh, overrated right? not really i feel like it's very properly rated people don't really want to grow up anyway yeah it's like fine. fine um that's also part of it it's very easy like to grow up and just always be serious and kind of have the same routine yeah. every day yeah. So, like breaking it up, like in the fall when we did that giant fort and uh, posted it to MIT Analytics when we should. Oh, was that what, is that on the Instagram? Yeah, it's on the Instagram account. If you, I, I saved that whole story of myself too, so that it's on there permanently. Nice. If you flip to the end, it's just the entire upstairs living room covered in a fort. Nice. It nice, was nice. massive. MIT Analytics. <laughs> go, yeah, go there. <laughs> go to the profile. Look at one of the stories. I was telling someone recently that I need to take like a. Like a two-week um, pilgrimage and shave my head yeah. and just climb a mountain for Dude, two weeks. Dude, you really want to be doing something with your hair lately. I know. You I gotta feel like, do it. I feel like my hair has just been a symbol of, I don't know. Yeah. I'm trying to be more pretentious than it is. It's just like, you know, like it's just no, I feel means that. a lot. I've shaved lines yeah. inside of my head before too. Same exact thing. Yeah. Hair is very symbolic. Yeah, for context, I've been telling everyone that I've been wanting to go blonde for a long time. Yeah. Um, and I haven't done it yet. Because there's always been a barrier, such as graduation photos that <laughs> yeah. will be on my wall forever. Um, and trying to look professional and smart at the same time. But I think maybe I'll just do it after I graduate. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. if you've signed a job, like, what are they going to do? This is very true. What is spike ball, Matt? Symbolically or... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, okay. <laughs> Before anyone, before Matt truly explains Spikeball, let me try to explain Spikeball. Sure. I come in one day when everyone is already playing Spikeball, a whole group of like course mates playing Spikeball, and I just see four guys, a trampoline, people smacking a ball towards the trampoline, um, and then, well, that's about it, actually. You nailed it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to add. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I guess I would describe it as like, it's kind of like volleyball, but you hit it at a trampoline. Yeah. Yeah. Is that fair? How would you describe spike ball? It's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. It's volleyball, but instead of hitting the ball over the net to transition right. possession, you hit it into the net on the ground to transition possession. And it's like a three, you have to hit the trampoline... You can keep it up three times, and then you can hit the trampoline once, right? And it's yeah. like it goes to the other two. Yeah, so you have three hits to hit it onto the trampoline okay. successfully. Is it your favorite sport? Mm. Oh, also, when you think of spike ball, think of yellow. Everything is yellow. Yeah, everything is kind of yellow. Yellow trampoline, yellow ball, yellow water bottles. Uh, 
Do I have yellow water bottle here? Oh, maybe the yo the logo is just yellow. Yeah, the, the, the logo is yellow. But yeah, it's very it's a yellow sport with trampoline. Okay, yeah, is it your favorite sport? Uh, that's a good question. Um, yes and no, but only because of the recent rule changes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'd say it used to be. Uh, it also there's a big difference between favorite to play and favorite to watch. Okay. Too. Okay. Yeah. So like I, I really like playing it. It's really fun to play, but in terms of watching, it's still not quite there. Right, right. Yeah, which is why they're doing all these rule changes is to make okay. it easier to watch. But it makes it more difficult for the player. Uh, it just it, it like introduced some different nuances into the game that I don't really like. So, but like for more context, mm -hmm. like you'd have to understand why I like it in the first place. Yeah, give it to me. So like basically, it's just this very small plastic net that you put on the ground. You can play it anywhere. That's kind of it. Mm -hmm. Um, what I like about it was the fact there's a couple aspects one is that like a lot of sports are pay to play mm -hmm. so like hockey baseball golf. golf there's a lot of sports that you can only play if you have the money to play yeah so like basketball i really like because all you need is a ball in a park which are pretty common mm -hmm. so like you don't need you don't need to pay a lot of money to play mm -hmm. same thing with spike ball you know if your friend has like if you and your friends buy one set for yep. 60 dollars, you're good for the it has a lifetime warranty you're good for the rest of your life to play nice which is nice um yes. also like because it's just a like a net on the ground there's no advantage to height so mm -hmm. like there isn't a good body type to play with like nice. if you just yeah. if you just practice at it you will be good at it and you will be ranked at it okay like it's what's your rank again uh <laughs> you're really trying to pin me down on yeah this. yeah yeah everyone get ready yeah <laughs> anyway um, oh, what's your rank oh what What's your rank? Oh, did you ask me a question? Yeah, what's your rank? Oh, uh, I haven't played in the past year. Okay. It's been my team. What was your rank? Oh, uh, I was, I, I, I don't know, I was like 22, 23 in New York last year. Okay. Out of how many players? I don't know. There's a lot of, there's actually a okay. lot of players in New York. Okay. Because okay. the state's pretty big. There's a lot of people that play in Long Island, Buffalo, okay. and Albany are the oh. three kind of hotspots. Are you also, do you have like many followers on your Instagram account? Since for, for Spikeball? Yeah, given your rank um it's uh, typically you make a new instagram account for each team that you make actually okay um so since i haven't played in a couple years i don't have that many because okay. my instagram account was for my grounded gears team okay which wasn't great at the time i asked you this question to to make fun of you but i didn't realize you actually made an instagram account oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> got it backfired yeah, yeah no i do nice nice, uh, nice yeah, yeah. But yeah, so that's kind of that's some of the reasons I like about it. It's it takes a lot of athleticism. It's fun, hmm. but they introduce like some rules that basically give you an advantage to be tall. Yeah. Um, basically, they did it because everybody was too good at the sport. Mm -hmm. So right. they just you never saw any rallies, so they made it harder uh, to do that. But in doing so, they introduced an advantage to people that are taller. Okay. And it kind of I don't know. It sacrificed like. When there was a good rally, it was really fun to watch because you were watching people do really cool things. Yeah, yeah. But now they're just kind of doing very average things for longer. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's kind of sacrificing quality for quantity. Mm. And, yeah. Hey, since you're on, like, the board and stuff, can you have a say in these decisions? I'm on the board for the rankings. Oh, okay. So I have a say in terms of how they rank teams, but not okay. necessarily the rules. Like, I can talk to friends of mine. Okay. So I, I'll have, like, influence through a network, but not directly. Okay, okay. Yeah. Hmm. And then also, other than spikeball, you've played many sports in your life, right? Uh, yeah. My main other two were basketball and volleyball. 
Yeah. I did do track for a bit. What was your track event? Uh, high jump and long jump. Oh. I was very good at jumping. Yeah. How high was your high jump? My high jump was very hard. Was very bad. Um, that's uh-huh. be- but that's because high jump actually takes technique. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, I quit basketball. Uh, my senior year in high school, and I decided to run track just for the, the hell of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so I only did it at one semester. Yeah. And um, so because I needed to learn actual technique, I right. just didn't learn the technique fast enough for high jump. That's so right. like, there's like, do, have you ever seen the high jump setup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like uh, the cushion, the, the bar, and all the that. The cushion, right? the bar, yeah. and all that. So yeah. like the metal beams holding bar up. Mm. I was at one meet, and I jumped, and I just my body just slammed into that metal bar, uh. and I just fell on the ground next to it that's okay and then i was like oh all right uh and you get three attempts yeah so then i was like all right you know we'll go for the next attempt here yeah and i I ran up again this time i jumped straight up yeah so i didn't have enough momentum carrying me forward so again i just missed the mat i jumped straight up and fell onto the ground okay so again uh didn't do great on that one Mm-hmm. And then the the last one I just slammed to the bar. So okay. Uh, so it, it wasn't okay. good. <laughs> <laughs> but the high jump, but the long jump, all you have to do is run straight and jump. So yeah. I was better at that. That's fair. That's fair. This was another one of those random things that I did mm. one time just for the hell of it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. When you mentioned that you did track and field, I was expecting um crazy heights honestly honestly yeah no. <laughs> i did have a pretty good long jump but yeah nice. uh it's in uh feet so good luck uh, translating yeah, that no, no idea no <laughs> idea what was it like growing up in massachusetts i realized i haven't asked you about that yet it was fine very small yeah. town vibes yeah i don't know if that differs from country to country but it's very much so like yeah. you're growing up you're playing in the woods because there's not a whole lot else to do so you're just like playing yeah. town in the woods Oh, biking good. to your friends' houses because yeah. you can't drive yet, so you just bike there and kind of show up, and you're yeah. like, "Hello, I Mrs. <laughs> Camilleri, is Mike home?" <laughs> and she's like, "No, but do you want a milkshake?" And I'm like, "Yeah." Oh, and, sick. and then you you sit there and drink a milkshake. Until was it Mike like a home. was it very like was it a very sweet neighborhood? Yeah, um, it was like fine. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was it was good. It was a good place to grow up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's you... pretty boring going back to it, but yeah, were you there? Um, all until like college and stuff pretty much yeah 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 my parents moved around before i was born but not after i was and then after that after the whole growing up in um springfield right uh yeah small town outside of springfield okay okay then you moved to new york to do your undergrad right yeah um how do you say it again rensselier rensselier rensselier, rensselier polytechnic institute nice nice um, I remember you mentioned, um, I guess, like, how was Rensselier? Hmm? How was Rensselier? <laughs> Dude, I honestly completely blanked because of how you're saying it. I, yeah. I didn't realize what you were asking for a second there. Um, it was, I didn't like it, but, like, oh, really? that's, that's what it is. Yeah, I did not like it. I thought, I, I had the impression that you had a great time. <sighs> not really. Um, it was a very engineering school, very technical heavy. Okay. So, just, I did not vibe with the people there that much it's kind of either you were like really looking to hang out and Mm -hmm. party Mm -hmm. or you were very head in the books okay and just kind of i'm somewhere in the middle so i never really found my crowd right right. per se but yeah and there's like a whole very like serious issue that happened with my friend group very like legally messy so that kind of fell out with them 
So kind of like, yeah, just never really found my people there. Yeah. So I was mm. not very bittersweet to leave. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm happy that you come here now then. Yeah. No, it's definitely nice. I definitely feel like I found a lot more people that I click better with. Yeah. That's at, good. In this program for sure, which is really nice. Yeah. Feels like we made a lot of good friends this year, which has been a lot of fun. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Um, well, I was going to ask you if you had like, I know you mentioned in your past you'd had like many pranks and you were in a frat and all that. I was, I was. Do you have like a favorite prank from that point in time? Oh yeah, I had so many pranks in undergrad. What's the one you can, you can, you can talk about that <laughs> y- your mom would be okay listening to uh there's one that we did all the time i actually did it to david this year as yeah. well he was very upset we talked uh, if you've listened to the podcast before this uh, before this one um david david's roommate is matt oh yeah and matt has pulled many pranks on david uh, which is why we were discussing his living situation oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, i did not know this context <laughs> Yeah, uh, if you're listening to this, uh, love you, David. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was that one? Continue, continue. Okay, so one thing that you have in a frat, in undergrad, is like you have a book, right? And in this book is like everything that you're supposed to write down throughout the pledging process, like okay. history of the house, information about the brothers, like stuff like that. Okay. Um, and kind of what would happen is if you forgot the book, people would just immediately mess with it. Like they would hide it somewhere, they would do whatever with it. Okay. It's tougher if you put it in like one safe space. Okay. Um, so if you, if you just like forgot on the table when you went home one day, mm-hmm. like that book was getting messed with 1000%. Okay. And like one, one thing that people did all the time was you take like the notebook, you put it in a plastic. There's notebook. only one notebook. Yeah. You only have one notebook. So if okay. you lose it, you are like absolutely effed. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And also like during the pledging process, like they check your notebook a lot for stuff. So like you, you need your notebook. Oh, everyone has an individual notebook. Yeah. Okay. Everyone has an individual notebook. What's in the notebook again? So, like, it's stuff that you learn at events. So, like, history about the house, history about oh, the specific wow. stuff that you, like, of the people there. Like, huh. you'll go around and you'll interview all the brother, all the brothers of yep. the house as, like, part of the process. So, yep. like, your interview of the brothers will be in that. So, like, oh. if you're asked, like, what's Matt's birthday? Like, you should easily be able to look in your book and see it's October 26th. Wow. I didn't know that was uh, one of the things you had to have in a frat. Yeah. My impression of a frat is just, like... A cheeky little clubhouse you can stay in with your friends. <laughs> it's not far from the truth. That's one yeah. aspect of it. How how many more layers are there, in uh, terms of like complexity and like things like a notebook, for example, or like, do you have to have a certain like, I don't know, personality or like character or like. So in terms of personality and character, it just depends on the frat. Okay. So yeah. like everybody there will have some kind of similarity to each other. Right. So like sometimes it's just you all play basketball. Something as simple as that. Okay, sure. Like the one that I was in was just kind of a mosh mosh podge, that's word of people. Okay. So like everybody did different things. Like there were two people in this club, two people in this club. Like right. it was just a bunch of random ragtag people that did different things and like liked to share different hobbies with each other. Makes sense, makes sense. Um so yeah, that that's what it is in terms of personality. Um mm-hmm. in terms of like the book i think that's the only physical thing that you okay. need to have but there yeah. will be like with that there's interviews so you go around right. you interview all the other brothers they interview you back that way like because it also the pledging process is like a way to make sure that hey like you're joining this organization for the rest of college probably like right. 
make sure that it's actually a good fit and you actually get along with everybody yeah. and everybody actually likes you. Makes sense, makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So you interview everybody, they interview you back, you have right. the answers, uh, they'll ask you SIG questions. So okay. typically you'll need their signature. Okay. Um, and to get that, they'll ask you, they'll write down a couple questions about the house yeah. that are like inside jokes about the house. Okay. I'm trying to think of one that's appropriate. <laughs> that's okay <laughs> um, yeah so if you can get the answers to those questions they'll sign it or they'll do like an auto sig which will be like do this thing and then if you do it you'll get their signature it's okay. so like one of mine was like beat me in foosball if you can do okay. that then i'll i'll sign your book okay kind of okay i see i see yeah so like things to spend time with each other get closer right there's also like rituals Okay. that you do to just kind of signify uh you're becoming a brother oh, oh cool yeah and then volunteer hours we had to do 20 hours of volunteer work a semester oh um and that sounds kind of positive yeah it, it's yeah. most it depends on the school yeah really. okay okay like it's an it's a tech school it's an engineering school that's true, like that's how true. bad are we gonna be that's true that's true uh, yeah so it, it's really not what you would imagine unless it's like a state school i see if it's a state school then yeah they're probably just fucked okay, but like okay. us like we didn't have any hazing like it was okay. mostly wholesome stuff just making sure that everybody liked each other and that right. it was a good fit and that was it makes sense makes sense okay no books no books oh right the prank so if someone forgets the notebook you grab it you put it in a plastic bag yep um you seal that plastic bag mm -hmm. you put that into another plastic bag okay you then fill the outer one with water Okay. So the, the notebook is protected because yeah. it has another plastic bag around it. Yeah. You fill the outer one with water, seal it, put it in the freezer. Yeah. They come back to get their book. It's uh, frozen in a block of ice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I that, see. That was a classic. Yeah. <laughs> so like if you like went as a pledge, you go home, you're looking in your bag, you're like, fuck, I forgot my notebook. You go back immediately. It's frozen. Okay. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, and you did this to David? We did this to David, yeah, with one of his uh, notebooks in the uh, fall semester. Uh, he was, he, so, like, when you see this block of ice, you don't know that it's protected in the middle. You think that your uh, notebook's just going to be ruined. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So he saw it, and he was not happy. Yeah. Yeah. We did it to, we did it to, like, his least important notebook from analytics to action. Okay, okay. So, like, our least important class, we did it to that notebook for his, just to, just in case the, yeah. the thing broke and it did yeah. get destroyed. Yeah, yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. But, uh, yeah, he was not happy. He was not convinced that it would, uh, be okay. It turned mm. out to be fine. Mm, so, mm. that, oh, that dude. way it's, it was, it was funny. <laughs> if, it, if it was destroyed, it wouldn't have been. Oh... <laughs> uh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know there's another one where where was it like you was it did you like lock David in the bathroom or something? Oh, I do that all the time. Um, I know what you're talking about. When so basically like first semester, uh basically whenever David went to the bathroom. Okay. I would I would <laughs> if I noticed he went into the bathroom, I would just lean something against the door. So when yeah. he'd open the door to leave and fall on him. Uh, so like there was like lights falling on him he'd open it and a cup of water would just spill all over the uh, ground like just a telescope would fall on him just basically yeah. every time like he'd be ready to catch something because something was falling on him mm -hmm. um actually following off the telescope thing one of the things that has been very unique to me after i met matt was the fact that their house is furnished with garbage 
decor uh, thank you that's uh, right yeah with uh with the with garbage decor <laughs> <laughs> much better um because i think there was like a there was like a common like trashing pit thing right and like you just pick you can just pick things up from there it's there's just like a, a, a there's a loading dock downstairs where people move in and out right. which is at the same spot as the garbage I see. so like if people can't sell their furniture they just put it out yeah. there so like it's garbage yeah. but also like someone put it out like an hour ago we just grab it yeah. so like <laughs> it's it's just furniture people couldn't sell so we furnished our entire apartment with it there's one specific one that i keep thinking about and it's it's this like some person's passion project of like this paper collage of the brand l'oreal except that it's misspelled and it's l'oreal um yes i love this piece and it's the centerpiece of their apartment, right next to Rebecca's German shoe dirt. Um, so we're yeah. living good here. We're living good here. We're we're living well. Yeah. Uh, they, I definitely get some questions in Zoom meetings when they see the uh, <laughs> L'Oreal sign. They're like, "Oh, are you in your girlfriend's apartment right now?" I'm like, "Nope." <laughs> uh, what was your um? What was your favorite? Do you have a highlight from the year? From the year? Yeah. Oh, that's a tough question. Just like a favorite memory. Favorite think? memory, favorite event, favorite. My One of my favorite um, moments or I guess like highlights of you is when we went to Puerto Rico and you put so much sunscreen that you didn't get burnt at all. <laughs> that you, you left, you went to the beach for five days and came back the exact same skin color. <laughs> um that's my favorite highlight of you, I think. All right. <laughs> I was bullied for the weeks leading up to this. Yeah. Like, Matt, you are going to get burnt the shit out of. Yeah. And, like, if not for this whole thing, like, I was going to. Like, I, I was I was going to die on this hill. I was just going to get burnt and come back. Yeah. Uh, but it got bad enough that I was, like, fine. Like, it, I became, like, spiteful enough that I was, like, fine. I'm just not going to get burnt. Yeah. The man reapplied sunscreen every two hours f- f- for five, for like five days in a row. Yeah. Um, and I came back like very burnt. I had like a V-neck sunburn from like the flipping like <laughs> from, the, <laughs> from the lack of sunscreening. But yeah, yeah again, I have very, never come back from a vacation less burnt than that. Yeah, very very impressed. I'm surprised that sunscreen works that well if you use it correctly. I have never been that responsible in my life. Yeah. <laughs> this is uncharacteristic. Yeah. Um, do I have any other favorite moments with you? I can't. I I can't like, think of one right now. I gotta say, definitely have a have a good favorite moment with you. Yeah. Uh, the first night when we were all uh, when we were all together. Yeah. That was um. Let's just say I was stuck above their kitchen sink. He was. For a long time. He was. He slept over that night. Yes. It was a, it was very wholesome. Y- yeah. You could say. Yeah. Not my best first impression with people <laughs> I just met. Um, to get belligerently drunk. <laughs> um, but I didn't make the chunder charts. You did. You did. You were the first one. I was the pioneer for yeah. this apartment. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah so <laughs> something that was actually funny though was uh that same time when i was doing that instagram uh story thing for mm-hmm. my team analytics yeah. i did an instagram live that day yeah and i was just kind of chilling there uh, having fun doing whatever yeah and then ani comes through and requests to join the live with me yeah, yeah and yeah. i was sitting there and i was like you know what this could only be entertaining yeah. so i obviously accepted it and there's mm-hmm. like it wasn't that low amount of people that was mm. watching it. I, yeah. I forget the number. At this more point. more than I would have, ex- have expected. It, more than I yeah. would have expected. I think there was like 30 or 40 people watching yeah. it at this point. Yeah. And uh, it's just Ani showing Sean deadlifting at the gym for, <laughs> for everyone to see. There's like, there's like people asking me like, Matt, what is sparse regression? Like, how much do you pay every semester, every week there? Like, what, how do I get in? And then yeah. we're just showing yeah. them the content they want. Of <laughs> Sean deadlifting. <laughs> I mean, what else could you want, right? Like, uh, I, I feel like it, uh, that whole scene represents what MIT analytics really is. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, that was that quite was, funny. That was a lot of fun. I hope like no one of importance actually saw that. Um, Giada was on for a while. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I was also drinking during that. Oh really? So I also I, that's why I didn't uh, save it afterwards. Ah uh, okay. Some people asked me to save it and I just did not. That's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Was that your favorite moment from the year? I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of memories with you that that stand out. That's definitely one of them. Oh, it doesn't have to be with me. Just in general. Oh, just in general. Yeah yeah yeah. Okay. All right. I know we've had ski trips. We've ski had, trip was a lot of fun. We've had Puerto Rico. We've had it was a lot of fun. Many late night dinners. I think my favorite moment probably will have to be in Puerto Rico. Yeah. So like, um, there was so basically like the whole week we're trying to get everybody in swimming at the same time and it just never kind of happened. Like there was twenty of us. Like it was it it should not have happened. Yeah. It was just too many people to coordinate. And but like there was one night the final night like everybody is kind of tired at this point like we're ready to go home i honestly don't even know how it started at this point but yeah all of a sudden everybody's going in the pool and i was just pumped like we're all we're all jumping into the pool having fun blaring music yeah. people are running back and forth and grabbing some drinks we're all just chilling having fun like yeah. talking with each other like it was it was very very wholesome it was a very very good time yeah i think that was probably like the pinnacle of the whole trip actually yeah we had like a nice um we went to puerto rico and then we went to an island off puerto rico and then we found a house for 20 people with a pool yeah that was away from everything else um and yeah i, I know like the nights before we had like kind of like 75 percent of the group but like i feel like people started throwing people in the pool right that was yeah that happened a bunch throughout the week yeah yeah but that was very fun yeah that was very yeah. fun too when like three people would sneak up behind someone in a chair and just yeah. pick up the chair and throw them in the pool. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing, yeah. One thing I realized when I was in Puerto Rico is that one of the main things I've learned from this year is Spanish music. Spanish music. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't expect so much Spanish influence or Spanish, like, um, I don't know. What's the word for it? Like Spanish things. Um, to come my way when I came to the U.S. Yeah, which makes sense now since like every we're close to Mexico. Yeah, but before that I was like, wow. Like, there's a there's a lot of Spanish in the U.S. for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's been like a big surprise for me this year also. Yeah. Um, what's my favorite moment from the year? Huh. 
don't really know. Actually. You've gone on a lot of trips this year for sure. Yeah. We went. To, me and Matt also went to Acadia, one of the national mm, parks. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Very beautiful. You hike next to the ocean. Yeah, that one was a very like uh like a low pace yeah. kind of trip. We just kind of went there. We hiked, had yeah. dinner. Very wholesome. There was a nice yeah. view of the lake. Yeah, I think, I think from Puerto Rico, I think my favorite moment was like that restaurant and we were all eating together. In Puerto Rico. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, which night? The, well, I mean, either, but the first night where like twenty people, everyone's getting cocktails, everyone's like slightly burnt from the day the food's like tasting amazing because we've been cooking for the last few days Um, we are not good at cooking for all of us yeah it's not it's always just like you get the fajitas or something like yeah someone makes a big thing of pasta and you're like wow thank you so much it's the best thing i've ever eaten yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think it's probably my favorite moment from the year that's a good moment where are you gonna be next matt uh for the next month or just in general in general I am going to BCG Boston. Yeah. It's Congratulations. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm excited though. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, continue. Continue. Oh yeah. I was just going to say, I'm excited to be able to travel as part of work a little bit. See yeah. random places in the U S yeah. 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 Um, Stephanie is probably one of the people that are coming on next. Also, I think she's become, she was well-traveled before, but she really became well-traveled, like, throughout her time in consulting and all that. Yeah. Um, I think that's a lot to look forward to. Yeah. That's I'm very like, I'm very excited about it. Yeah. How do you predict your next, like, how do you see your next three months, six months going? Next three months, I think, is going to be weirdly academic for ending yeah. academics. Um, yeah. So, I got I have to finish my research Mm-hmm. that i'm doing right now and mm-hmm. then with my capstone we also are looking to publish a paper off that yeah so i'll be basically so like the next six weeks i'll be like post-graduation i'll be spending a lot of time with family yeah doing yep. nothing yeah uh and working on these two papers pretty much what's like something like something you're looking forward to or something like you want to like tell yourself when you listen to this in like a year time for example okay uh one thing that i've always that this program has only reminded me of and like made me want more is that yeah. I've always wanted to be bilingual. Okay. And I just need to do it. What language? So I've, I know a significant amount of Spanish. I know some Albanian. I know some Mandarin. Albanian is very specific. Yeah. Isn't Albanian like just a whole completely like a separate language? Yeah. 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 It's not even like similar to Spanish or something, right? No, it's like a, no, yeah. completely separate. Yeah. Um, no, some Albanian, uh, a tiny bit of German, some Mandarin. Okay. Which one are you going to dive in for? So uh, currently I am with Rebecca. So yes. uh, um, I'm torn between Mandarin and German. Yeah. Mandarin, I feel like in general, would be just way more useful to know. Yeah. It also would be way more difficult for me to learn structurally. Mm-hmm. Um, like I put a lot of thought into this for sure. Yeah. And I've already done a lot of work into being able to recognize and say tones better. Yeah. So I'm definitely not starting from zero at this point. Which nice, is nice. Nice. That's good. Um, but for sure the grammar would be difficult. Um, and also Rebecca is just blatantly better at German. Okay. So it's kind of like, it's it, no matter what, at the end of the day, it's going to be easiest when I have someone to speak with. Of course. So German yeah. would be easier because I could have someone that I could talk with constantly. Yeah. yeah. And like she knows Mandarin, but not as well. 
Makes sense. So I'm kind of torn between starting the both of them. So I'm stuck at this position of not starting either because I don't want to commit to one and like yeah. make the wrong decision, even though it, there is no wrong decision to make. I agree. I feel like when it comes to Mandarin, it's a steep climb for like 5,000 feet. And yeah. then it's a mild climb for the rest of the time. Yeah. For German, I feel like it's a steep climb for 2,000 feet and then a mild climb they're on yeah i think that's just a higher barrier of entry to mandarin yeah. i completely agree but the only other thing is that like especially if i'm communicating with her family yeah she her her german family can speak english her mandarin family can't i see so yeah that's why i'm torn because like yeah german would be cool you know be a cool fun fact like yeah. oh i can have a basic conversation with you yes. Guten Tag. <laughs> but like like at the end of the day they just switch back to english it's not a big deal Mandarin, That's like true. I will, I will be sitting in that room until they switch gears and talk to me in English for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like I've, I've been in that situation before with Mandarin and Greek, mm. and kind of just sitting there and yeah. they're all talking, and eventually you know they're talking to me because they switch to English. Like, <laughs> I'm like, hey. <laughs> or they don't switch to English, and then. I'm like, okay, and I'm like, you know the Celtics? And they're like, Celtic! <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I know, it's, it's a struggle, it's a struggle. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, overall, though, just, uh, I don't know, I, w- I really want to be bilingual, so that is something I definitely want to work on then for you, character development. Do you think for, like, uh, in one year's time, what does success look like? What would success look like? In terms of the bilingual stuff. I would say being able to have, like, a basic non-scripted two-minute conversation mm, nice 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 that's i think i think that's a good goal i think honest. that i think that's reasonable but lofty so i think it's fine you got it you got it yeah yeah so like nothing nothing crazy but i'd like to be able to have a basic conversation at the end of the day how was your day they tell me a bit about it i understand what they say i can get, communicate basics of what i did in my day too yeah, yeah, you got it, you got it for yeah. sure. Yeah. Mm. What are your um? Well, like, do you think you're gonna? Are you meeting Rebecca's parents soon? OPT issues. We'll see. Uh, okay. I'm not gonna go there without mm. her. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can't come here because of okay. COVID. That's fair. So if she goes to Germany and hangs out there for a couple months, then yeah. I'll visit for a few weeks. Yeah. Thing. But if she doesn't go there, then I won't. Anything you want to share that I haven't talked about? One thing, one thing that would be cool to talk about, just like, I feel like a lot of people just get caught in like routines and like, yeah, just kind of path of least resistance. Like I'm in this program, I'm good at tech, I go to tech kind of, I don't know. I like seeing like passion out of people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's Mm -hmm. my, that's my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. when like dealing with people is like eventually like poking them in the white, right way that i that i find where they care about yeah not not to like be an annoying person but like to like like see like what they're passionate about like what they care about i think that's really cool and i think that's something that people should like discuss more often and do more often mm-hmm. find things they're passionate about and do it yeah yeah rebecca's a very passionate person she likes violin she likes singing mm-hmm. i'd say yeah. overall yeah yeah, yeah, it's yeah. very it's very easy for you to be in a room see her walk in and know what she cares about <laughs> <laughs> for sure which is nice i like yeah. i like seeing that especially over a lot of people who you will 
walk in and have the same conversation with over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're just kind of, yeah. I'm still working the night shift. Right. Well, I guess that's also quite a big like reflection on you in a way. Because like, even since the beginning of this conversation, it's been very much like chasing out fun things to like find something that might stick, for example. Yeah, yeah. yeah chasing out things because you never know what your next adventure is going to be. So yeah. go out and find one. With that, thank you, man. Thank you, you for are. coming on the podcast. So welcome. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening. This has been um, Sean and Matt on a on this. What's the day today? Uh, I believe it's a Thursday. This has been Sean and Matt on a Thursday, uh, which has been thirty-five degrees Celsius. Yes, we shut off the air conditioning for this, and yeah. I can't wait to get back inside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Thank you, everyone. Thanks Goodbye. for having me, Sean. Thanks for coming on, dude. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye.